We're the Cullies, and we decided to sell everything and move on to a boat. Are you recording? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't say that. All right. Well, for now, we're going to drop anchor, make ourselves comfortable, and tell you a story. This is episode 33 of the Drop Anchor Podcast. Working out. Hey, everybody. What? No, you, <laughs> that's my line. <laughs> I was throwing you off. Hey, everybody. This is Josh. And this is Kendra. So after 17 years of marriage, Kendra and I finally decided to do something that we've never done before. We got a gym membership. We, you keep cutting me off. <laughs> <I know. laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, so we got a gym membership. <laughs> All right. Now you want me to go. <laughs> yes, now now you can go ahead. I thought it was like more fun to s- steal like the line away from you. <laughs> we got a gym membership. Yes. We've never had one. I I said that. I know. <laughs> so when the kids were little, we I don't know, we just didn't have one. We've never been super like active people. I guess that's why. You maybe? <gasps> no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, I- okay, so we went on long walks with the kids. There was a neighborhood park. Right. We went to that a lot. Um, In the winter when it was cold. Can't think of what we did. But as far as like, right, there, there are some families that do the whole, they run together or they go biking together or they right. go hiking together. We've never been that kind of family. We've just been like, let's go out and just walk around. Right. And that's all I can think of. Is, and we do a lot of walking. Like right. We take them to the zoo. You make them walk. Although, kind of recently, we had, I mean, all of our kids have been oh, through gymnastics. I was just going to say, so I started, we started with putting our oldest in gymnastics when she was three. Right. Reason being is by the time she was three, she was jumping off of like a half wall we had in our house. Yeah. yeah. That was like five feet tall. Not even and close. It was like four. Four and a half. It went to my shoulder. Four yeah. and a half. <laughs> Okay. Anyhow, <laughs> <laughs> we can't go back and measure. It was a tall wall, and we had a couch against it, so she'd climb up the couch and get up to the wall, and then jump off this wall. And I was terrified that she was going to break a bone. Right. So I thought, well, if I put her in gymnastics, the thing I wanted her to learn was like the tumbling out of it. Right. Right. How to fall gracefully and not right. break something. So my good friend Jill. Our daughters, her her youngest and our oldest, are like two weeks apart. So we put them in gymnastics. Didn't we also do that because our oldest was kind of socially weird? No, she went to preschool for being... Socially weird. S- not weird. <laughs> not weird. Just kind of awkward. Yep. She had a hard time with people. Right. Extremely smart. Yeah. Just needed a little help in... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, hi, Hayden. Hi. <laughs> Did we never tell you that before? No. You want to come hang out with us while we record? Sure. All right, come here. I'm going to get some water, though. Weirdos talking about moving weird. I, I corrected him. I know, but Dad's like, yeah. Socially weird. Thanks. <laughs> I guess. Are you still on pause? No, it's still recording. Oh. <laughs> She did great in preschool. So she thrived in gymnastics. Yeah, absolutely. Complete natural. And then, you know, as we progressed with our children in age, we would just put the next kid in gymnastics. So Morgan started a couple years after her. Right. Then, and then Charlie did. It got to be a little too expensive by then. And Hayden excelled so much at gymnastics that they basically told me they needed her to, you know, join the team and right, like, the, like she needed to level up and then six just, days a week right. and four hours a day and like and ah, that she'd kind not of, so much. <laughs> I think she kinda of aged out of like the kid programs right. basically. So we decided to stop that and they were going to school and getting PE in school now anyway, so I figured we right. didn't need gymnastics anymore. So. Charlie didn't do gymnastics until a couple of years ago. I mean, fairly recently. No. 
She did gymnastics in California. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, like, she'd only done it for a short time when I decided they should all be finished. She felt cheated. So two years ago for her birthday, all she wanted was a one-year... Yeah, to do the whole thing through. ...to do gymnastics, just her. Right. So... She did a year of gymnastics a couple years ago. Yeah. And while she was doing that, I actually joined a martial arts class. Mm -hmm. And I did that a lot as a kid, just recreationally. Uh, But as far as having a formal, like, I'm paying for this class on an ongoing basis, it was the first time I had done that. It was a lot of fun. Morgan did karate in California for about a year. Right. That was fun to watch. Right. Uh, I'm the only one that didn't have a paid (laughs) outlet. (laughs) Uh, but about 10 years ago, I woke up one morning and decided I was going to start running. Didn't you work at a fitness center, though? When I was in uh, right out of high school okay. for a little bit. And did that make you want to join a gym no. or be a part of it at all? Mm-mm. Why? I had no desire. I didn't work out after work or before work. I just ran the front desk, and when it was time to go home, I went home. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I had. I think I had that job like six months. We were engaged, so got it. We got married, and I quit the job. Right, right. But back to me exercising. Yeah. So about ten years ago, I took up running. I did too. I was just gonna say, <laughs> if we're gonna be honest, I actually didn't wake up with the idea. I woke up, and you were putting your tennis shoes on January 1st, 2000. A <laughs> good New Year's resolution. I think 11. Maybe. Yeah, I think 11. So you told me you are going to run a mile every day. Mm-hmm. That was your New Year's resolution. Yep. And I'm very competitive. So I thought, well, you're not going to do something like that without me. <laughs> so I ran a mile when you got home. And it was one of the hardest things I ever did. I realized how out of shape I was. And I've always used asthma as an excuse. So in high school, I got a D in PE because I walked the mile because I didn't have like medical clearance for asthma. I just told them I did. I couldn't breathe. So I wouldn't run. And I kind of used that as an excuse. And when you told me you were going to run, I thought, what if running actually helped my asthma? How does I don't know. I thought I thought maybe you can (laughs) exercise your lungs. Okay. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> I don't think it's a thing either, doctor. I pretty much used my inhaler every <laughs> single day I ran, so I don't think it was a thing. But what happened is that you ran for a week? Maybe not even a I week. I don't even know if it was a week. I don't think week. I even made it a week. It sucked so bad. I hated it. I loved it. <laughs> so this person who didn't work out or play a sport or do anything my entire life fell in love with running. Yeah. It was kind of my time. I woke up before everybody uh, listened to music and just hit the pavement. And we were in California at the time, so weather was always kind of on my side. There wasn't really bad weather. I could right. run every day. We were in a safe neighborhood. And right. I had a neighborhood. Big, wide sidewalks. And I think someone told me to get the Nike app. I could track you know, my progress, which is awesome because uh, I'm competitive even so, against myself. <laughs> so real quick. So- one of the things that actually made me want to start running, I was, I think I was listening to NPR oh, okay. and there was an app that had gotten released. I never ended up downloading it, but the thing that actually got me to wanting to run. I remember. Was, it was a zombie running app mm-hmm. where the sound of zombies coming after you're you so weird. was the actual, like the background music or whatever. And so you're having mm-hmm. to run. And if you meet, if you make it to your goal within a certain time limit, uh, you survived, and if you didn't, I, I don't know. I guess they got you. I have no idea. It's kind of weird, but that <laughs> like it's weird to watch zombie shows, but I can't imagine just listening like like gnawing of things. I don't. You know, audio is a really good medium for storytelling, right? But there's no one that. talking. There's just the sound of really creepy. Like that doesn't sound fun to run to. It doesn't sound like saying I'm like I'm trying to run away from it. It's in my ear. It doesn't get quieter. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like literally, the volume goes down as you're running away. Yes, that's a weird app. <laughs> All right. Well, I didn't end up getting it, so maybe maybe that's why I didn't last uh, even a week in running. Well, I took to it. Yep. And I ran and I ran, and I worked to run further every day 
till I think by May I was running five miles a day. Yeah, that was that was insane. Like on the one hand, I felt like, man, that's so cool. I'm really proud of you. Then I then I had this other thought that, man, I suck at this. Like, why can't I even do that? <laughs> uh, and it turns out that you had an advantage. Well, maybe. You don't know. Definitely. But here's the other thing. By the time I would so things also started to change for me during that time. Okay. Weird things that you and I started picking up on. It wasn't enough of a workout. I'd get home. I had ran five miles and I felt like I wasn't done. Right. So then I started 10 years ago. P90X was like this huge yeah. thing. So I don't know if you're listening. Workout videos, basically. Really, really intense workout really videos. Really intense. And a lot of them are about an hour and a half long. So I'd run for 45 minutes and then get home and do a full P90X video. Right. I would wake up every morning at five and I wouldn't go to bed till like one because I had too much energy. <laughs> that in itself was like, that's kind of weird. I've never had so much energy. And right. I thought, man, running is cool. Why doesn't everyone run? It gives you so much energy. Right. We actually thought that like, like, like somehow it was supercharging This super is a magic you. thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> then I, how do I explain this? I started eating a lot (laughs) my appetite was insane my appetite was insane so yeah so a couple things was happening on my end uh one is you were losing weight pretty quickly and i thought like there's a part of me that was like are you but not at first um i don't know exactly when but if you were running from january to may and you definitely were losing weight to a noticeable amount by then for sure so the uh, the first thought that I had was, are you doing this to try to lose weight? Like, are you are you not eating what's happening? Because you were losing <laughs> weight really fast. And I started giving you a hard time about it, thinking, like, there's some sort of eating disorder or something. Um, so you I started paying attention. Then I started paying attention to what you were eating, and you were out eating me on a daily basis. I was starting to have to wake up in the middle of the night and eat a sandwich. <laughs> it was just, and I kind of thought it was the coolest thing. I mean, I could almost eat a whole cake. <laughs> so, I mean, I remember just people watching me and they're like, this isn't fair. And I was like, you'd better start running. Just start running. Right. That'll solve all the problems. <laughs> it solves all the problems. <laughs> I'm a runner. <laughs> uh, but then some other things started happening. Well, how how low did your weight get? Well, first of all, the thing that started happening is I would notice at night you and I would sit and watch a movie and my heart rate wouldn't go back down oh right right so i started timing it and my resting heart rate would be like 160 yeah just sitting on the couch which is heavy workout heart rate and i'd be like josh my heart is just it's just pounding and right it's crazy while sitting there eating like my fifth bowl of cereal (laughs) and my heart's racing then i started noticing shaking yeah your leg shaking yeah uh it started with my leg while i'd be driving i couldn't keep my like foot from just shaking right and my hands were shaking and I dropped down to 98 pounds. 98 pounds. So I'm describing some of this stuff to my mom one day. And it had been going on for, I don't know, a couple of months. I mean, we're progressing towards this. And it wasn't until I think June she was talking to me and was like, you know, something like this happened to your grandpa. (laughs) So we're talking about it and she said his thyroid broke at your exact age. Hmm. He was 29 and I was 29. And I'd seen pictures when I was a kid that he just got really, really, really skinny. Right. But we didn't really talk about why. I mean, it wasn't like we all knew it. Right. So I went to the doctor and yep, hyperthyroid. So that advantage that I mentioned earlier <laughs> was that your thyroid was an overdrive. And it's <clears throat> and it's actually, I guess, part of your immune system issue where your white blood cells decided that your thyroid was the enemy and started attacking it. But it's like the chicken and the egg. We don't actually know what happened first. We don't I don't know if like running really hard broke my thyroid or if my thyroid broke and I had tons of energy and running was the answer. 
I don't know which happened first. Definitely running did not break your thyroid. <laughs> Maybe. No. no I be, never that, exercised before. What if exercising broke it? You, okay. It th- that is a fun coincidence. <laughs> um, no, because your grandpa like didn't start up take up running and then like oh no I ran too much it broke me like I, I don't think that's a thing. Anyway. <laughs> So it was kind of discouraging. Wait, real quick. I got to explain though. So for those that don't know how a thyroid works, uh, the the short end of it is if your thyroid becomes overactive and starts releasing thyroid hormone into your bloodstream, you start, like your metabolism kicks way, way up. I don't know what else it controls. Which I've had a really low metabolism my whole life. So that was a little bit fun. (laughs) Well, it, it ramped up. And uh, made it so that she was just like constantly on adrenaline basically all day long. Yeah. And the doctor basically said I would break my heart. Yeah. Yeah. It's extremely (laughs) stressful for your heart. At that pace. And so we started on a medication to slow it down. But the medication had side effects and it was working really slowly. And so I dealt with that for about a year. Then I decided to take radioactive iodine. Well, you didn't just decide to. I mean, the, the alternative to taking medication to slow down your thyroid was to destroy your thyroid and then take medication to Although, supplement your thyroid needs. You know, almost 10 years later, I guess. Um, I wish I'd looked into more maybe health options first or like different ways. I don't know. I don't... I. I want my thyroid back. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I didn't have to go to the extreme of breaking it. Yeah. Because... If you've been listening and you've heard that I've said I'm a lightweight or I don't take a lot of drugs or medications, I ask them to not give me very much because the point isn't to break your thyroid when they give that to you. It's to just slow it down. Like to reduce its size, basically, so it produces less. And I told them, I was like, you're going to break it. You're just going to break it. Give me less. And he said, well, no, because we don't want to do it twice. We give everyone the same dose. Right. And when I went in for like my six-month checkup, they basically said, yeah, we killed the whole thing. It's you, it's gone. It's yeah. gone. So I get to take a little tiny pill every day. To supplement your thyroid needs. Forever. Yeah, so while she was on that radioactive iodine, I guess it's just a pill that you take, and then the iodine that's radioactive gets up into your bloodstream and taken up into your thyroid. Like iodine goes to your thyroid. That's just a, a thing that happens. But during that time, you had to be isolated from the kids. You had to be isolated from most people. Yeah, so something crazy. They've been doing radioactive iodine on a thyroid for many years. So my grandpa had it done in, would have been the 60s. And I'm guessing. Anyway, Anyhow. when he did. They still did it this way. But they gave you the pill and didn't tell you that you were radioactive. They didn't really know that you were, I oh, guess. When, when your grandpa got it, you mean? Yeah. Right, so they didn't say not to go around anybody right turns out when you go around people and you're radioactive this particular one will give people uh thyroid Thyroid cancer cancer, right so i needed to be in isolation it was not the funnest thing to do when they come in and they're all wearing hazmat suits (laughs) and you're not in a hazmat suit so that's cool and then they give you this pill and they're like we're going to open this capsule and you have to be the only one to touch the pill you got to take it really fast and then you have to leave the hospital as fast as you can out this door <laughs> and they really didn't want me to drive with josh but i brought him with me so they're like well then you need to sit in the very very back seat as far away from him as, as possible far yeah. away and then i had to be in our house by myself they told me to stay in the same room all week so that i'm kind of just contaminating i guess one place right we live close enough to your parents so that the kids could stay over there while and you yeah 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 and so and i couldn't cook or touch anything so my mom would make me food and you would drive it over and leave it for me and then i could get my <laughs> like food you were a monster in a cage or something <laughs> it was it was really sad it was also interesting so interesting in fact that i bought a geiger counter you made on it worse <laughs> oh you did. <laughs> You'd come over with my dinner with the the Geiger whatever counter thingy on. It's like tick, 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 tick. you're like laughing, and I don't think it's funny that I'm radioactive. Well, you also and, couldn't visit an airport at any time for a while afterwards. Right. There was a lot of things, and then the downside is I had broke my thyroid. Yeah, 
the Geiger counter was important though for me. Like I needed to to feel that it was like think about it. When your grandparents, when your grandfather did it, um, there was no precaution, right, for the radioactivity. Right. So knowing that there was some level of precaution with you, I wanted to know, okay, how radioactive are you? Like if they say you you had to be isolated for a week, is it actually out of you? Is it done? Well, and you know what's crazy is like it's not like anyone checked in on me. And so anyone who gets that could just walk around anyway and not care. It's not like they said, we're right. going to make sure you stay home. So there could be people getting that done and just walking around. Yeah, that's true. Like what keeps them from, yeah, you know, a... it's not like they keep you in a hospital room that's in like a lead room or something. Right, right. And huh. in my grandpa's day, that everybody that. walked around. My grandpa said they gave him no instructions right. to stay away from people. Hmm. Well, in my research with the Geiger counter, I did learn that a lot of other things are naturally radioactive. Like, did you know that bananas <laughs> are radioactive? Because you'd like stick that thing like near lots of things. Yeah, I did right? a lot of research too. To, like, I would measure how radioactive. <laughs> I know it sounds terrible, but I'd measure how radioactive you were, and I then know. I got to put it against a chart to set that said that being around you for an hour is about the same as this. And at some point, it was like, like. It was the same as flying in, in like in an airplane for a while. And apparently, if you're on an airplane, you're being bombarded with uh, radiation from the sun more than you are on Earth. So mm. there's radiation there. And so, I was, yeah, I was like, well, if I'm willing to fly, I guess I'm willing to hang out with you, even though you're pinging my Geiger counter. But they had said, at, you know, they told you at what day I would be a certain level and you kept checking me and I was still much higher than they said I would be. So you right. guys actually stayed away further than... Uh, or longer than the doctor said. Yeah. I think they said three days and you guys stayed more like five or six. Right, right. Something like that. Anyway, <laughs> it kind of discouraged me from, I think, working out for a really long time. And it's sad. I was, I feel like I was so fit and st strong and I, I was the weakest kid. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been really weak. I didn't play sports. I, sucked at PE um so it was really fun to be like the strong person right my sister's really strong and I could actually kick her butt then <laughs> that was the only time I ever could and if she's listening to this she's probably like no you didn't but I did I did once <laughs> <laughs> anyway so I've joined a gym and it feels really good yeah we've only been at the gym for like a week right not even a week Wednesday is when we started Oh, yeah. Well, we've gone almost every day. Right, right. So, and the kids are loving it. And we do have one more reason we joined. What's that? Oh. <laughs> Remember how last week we were complaining about laundry? Complaining, complaining. It's about not like they're doing our laundry. That would be awesome. That would be cool. They do have a dry cleaner, but that's not the same thing. Yeah, we can't afford all of our clothes. Anyway, something that makes a full load is towels yeah so plus we also have a lot of wet towels when we're all showering on the boat so a friend of ours um actually another podcaster um the we do hard things podcast mary Pallon, uh and i were chatting last sunday i think and she had mentioned uh the gym that we ended up going to she recommended i wonder if the gym gives a referral fee i should actually ask them um anyhow She'd mentioned that uh, she really liked this particular gym and that, uh, like, she mentioned they have a really nice shower facility. And I hadn't really thought about it. I mean, we do shower on our boat. Right. That wasn't something we were considering. Right, right. We were just looking for something we could do. And I was trying to find something that would take a 12-year-old. Oh, right. She's been <laughs> she's been begging to, like, she knows we can't have, like, workout equipment here on the boat. So she was asking, is there a way, Dad, that we can rent another storage unit just with gym equipment? <laughs> I thought, that's that's an expensive gym if we do well, that. Well, since her birthday present ran out and she doesn't get to be in gymnastics anymore. Right, right. So, yes, yeah, so we found a gym that she can work out. We can all work out together. And when they mentioned the showers, I thought, well, that's interesting Wait a minute. We can all shower at the same time because there's lots of stalls. Right. Then for six extra dollars a month, we get the towel service, like unlimited towels that we get to use. <laughs> so I looked at Josh. I'm like, wait a minute. We don't have to do laundry of towels then either. Right. Because the towels would be their own separate load every time we do right. them. 
So it's a real win-win. Plus, on the boat, we have a 20-gallon water heater. So when, you know, all three kids need a shower, there's about a half an hour wait in between, I'd say. Right, right, for the right? water heater to, to get back up. The, the water tanks, I mean, even though we've got 150 gallons worth of water on the boat, if everyone's showering on a regular basis, which they should, um, <laughs> we, which you they don't say always. We do. Hey, <laughs> um, you know, we'll we'll go through that fairly quickly. And it's I, when I fill up the water tanks, I'm I have to sit out there for a very long time in the cold, uh, waiting for those things to fill up. So I thought, okay, so if we don't have to go through our water tanks as quickly, and we don't have to worry about wet towels or towels at all in the boat anymore. This is well. Plus, it's winter thing. and humidity. Wet yeah, towels. Yeah. Anyway, it's been a win-win. Absolutely. So we started working out. <laughs> so we worked Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. So yeah, we worked out three days so far. And we should say not all of us. Oh yeah, that's right. Morgan, our middle child, uh, she's. I think I mentioned before she's in the musical at school. Mm-hmm. So she's been Mama Mia. Yeah, so she's been singing and dancing, and I guess that's a good workout, so she's at least getting something out of it. Right. Although she is very excited to be able to go back with us. She did one day, and she liked it because some of the equipment, you have access to watching TV while you're working out. Yeah. She can work out and watch TV at the same time. She literally <laughs> she literally was on the cycle machine watching uh like the food network at the exact same time it was awesome it was hilarious it was awesome (laughs) so that has been most of our week so you never did any sort of workout thing as a kid at all like no i mean my mom put me in soccer in second grade okay so bad they never let me play (laughs) same situation with volleyball right and then in eighth grade I went to a private school that said every student had to join a sport. Mm. It was mandatory. Okay. So my mom and I sat down and talked about each sport, and the only one I could think of was volleyball. Okay. So I did volleyball. It basically wasn't allowed off the bench. <laughs> I was that bad. Oh. And I hated it. It hurt. It just hurt. I was like, this This isn't fun. Why would anyone do this? <laughs> and then there's one more sport thing I did can't think of it right now i was thinking about it not track though apparently nope never did track i didn't do any sports growing up as oh a kid. i know one hmm. so the same private school they made the whole school do a day of skiing snow skiing the whole school oh, that's right montana has to go on a snow day okay like it has to I thought that was the most ridiculous thing. Like, what if you don't want to ski? What if you can't ski? And they said you had to. So then I thought, okay, fine. I'll go. I heard there's a lodge with a big fire and hot chocolate. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Well, we get there. What grade were you? I don't want to (laughs) say. It sounds so childish for my age. (laughs) What what grade were you? Eighth. Okay. Well, I mean, that's... Teenagers are childish. Sure. Teenager. Now that we have teenagers, I get it. Right, right. And my mom even went as a chaperone. But then we got there and I'm about ready to just grab my book. And I love to read back in my eighth grade, ninth grade year. I always had my nose in a book. Okay. Uh, Then we get there and I'm all ready to sit down. And they're like, oh, no, no. It's mandatory. Everyone goes down the hill. Like, What? What are all these rules? <laughs> huh. So, obviously, I'd never skied before, which was good, so that I could tell the people, like, well, I'm not going to go to the top of the mountain. Right. So, it was debated and talked about, and I was allowed to at least just go down the bunny slope. A little bunny slope, yeah. <laughs> so, I went up the scary ski lift. I thought it was terrifying. And I went down the bunny slope. Pretty much on my tushy the whole way. But I went down that mountain and then I claimed my hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't leave the lodge the rest of the day. So that was your athletic outing, huh? Your three. And I should probably say, I mean, other people in my family are athletic. So we used to go to Sealy Lake in Montana every summer. We mentioned that before on the podcast. My entire family can water ski. Every cousin, aunt, uncle, they all water ski. 
I have tried <laughs> so many times. And when I was a kid, they used to tell me it was because they thought my legs weren't strong enough. So like, I couldn't stand up. And one year I was thinking about it. I'm like, I have no problem standing up. But I figured out, I think, what it is. It's my hands. <laughs> I have childlike hands. And I can't hold the rope. Hmm. The wedding ring I had made um, when we got married, the jeweler said it was the smallest wedding ring he had ever made. <laughs> it was a size three. <laughs> I now wear a four. I've had it sized. But that's still really small. And I have very dainty, delicate hands. And I, most of the time when someone asks me to lift something heavy, it's my hands that like I can't grip it. Right. I am stronger than it. You're making like this face. Like you just think, nope, you're weak. Well, I have weak you were very strong during your uh, during your hyperthyroid years. But you know, we never tried my hand strength. Hmm. I just got like strong. I suppose that's true. Anyway, I've I've tried every year to water ski. It never happened. So I never did any sports growing up. Uh, loved PE. I mean, I, I did all the recreational stuff, I guess, but I never tried out for. Like, did you do good in PE? So I think so. You don't remember? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I mean, I remember because I got yelled at all the time. That's what I'm saying. So I, I think that if someone did poorly, they would feel bad because they were doing poorly, and someone would tell them, and it would just be a bad experience. I, what I recall is having a very good experience. Mm. So I must have been somewhat athletic. Otherwise, I would have been miserable unless I was just uh, you know, so unaware <laughs> of everyone's opinions of me, which is Did possible. Did you ever have to climb the rope in PE in like elementary school? Did uh, your school have that? I don't... Rec I think so. Like, yeah. I don't think schools have them anymore. Right. Because the girls only recognize them as something at gymnastics. Okay. Oh, when our, I was yeah. a kid, there was a rope in our gym. Right. So for PE... Even in elementary school, they'd go around in a circle and all the other kids would be sitting watching the one kid trying to climb the rope. And I couldn't move at all. I could barely even get onto the rope <laughs> or hold it. And again, I, I think a lot of it is my hands. Yeah. I couldn't hold it. And I would get yelled at in front of like the whole class. I think he'd be saying like, you didn't try. Mm. But there's no try if I can't even right, move right. an inch. So... I don't, I mean, I don't specifically remember climbing a rope, but I do remember, uh, and oddly Hayden had this too. I, I was the number one standing long jump kid in my grade. Mm, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So feet together, you know, hop forward as far as you can get. I, I was the number yeah, one. Hayden got trophies for that. Right. Right. Which is weird because I've got short legs. Um, I had that. And then as far as like having to run the mile, I was usually in the top 25% of the kids. So, I mean, I was, I was reasonably athletic. I just never went out for sports because I'm not inherently competitive like that's not important to me <laughs> right whereas you are i'm super competitive right um but as far as gym memberships go so i think that i actually had a membership for a short while um at i don't even remember the name of the gym but it was when i lived with the gettises so hmm. real quick intro and i won't go into too much of it now this will be a longer story for a later time but uh, when I was 16 years old, I didn't live with my parents anymore. I actually lived with uh, some friends. And um, the house, we kind of nicknamed it the House of Wayward Children because uh, there were so, there's actually a lot of us who didn't live at home anymore. So we all lived there. And the house mom, I think she had a membership for the, her family. And everybody who lived there, actually, you know, like literally getting their mail there. Hmm. Um, was an extended part of the family. So like the local neighborhood pool, we just got added to the list of people who lived there and we and got to do that. They were and, okay that she had like 10 kids? Uh, and it was literally 10. Like actually, I... No, yeah. That's really funny. I was <laughs> guessing 10. Um, She had five of her own, Um, you know, and high school friends. I mean, they ended up being in high school with me, Um, but uh, several of us as well. So uh, I think if I remember correctly, because they had that, I was able to go to the gym a couple of times and then later, once I was 18, I had to spin off on my own. And I think I did that for like the two-week free membership thing. And then I was like, eh, I'm not really going to do this just because I have no discipline. <laughs> I was going to say, you are going to talk about, you know, okay, I was talking, I got my hair done this week. 
I decided if I made it more blonde and highlights, summer would come sooner. That's just my, <laughs> that's my theory. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like if I look in the mirror, I'm like, ooh, summer's coming. My hair's blonde. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so getting my hair done and I'm explaining that we live on a boat. And I'm telling her it's because I like change so much that I change houses. I've knocked down walls. Now if we live on a boat, I can you know change what town we're sleeping in. And she pause while she's doing my hair she paused and looks at me and she says but you've been married to the same guy this whole time (laughs) and so I thought that that was kind of cute and I think the same thing goes for you I love you very much I mean no disrespect but you stick with nothing (laughs) (laughs) you have Hmm. the shortest attention span of anyone I know. So here's what's... But guess what? You but, kept but me. But we're still married. Right, right. <laughs> so we make quite the pair, I think. That is hilarious. Um, it w- I'll, t- I'll tell you what. Shortly after we got married, uh, I actually... Because I had so many car projects, I actually had my friends tell me the same thing that, like, Josh, <laughs> you probably should stick with a car instead of, like, trying to juggle, like, 15 different car projects. And... Like sort of the same sentiment. Like, I don't think you can stick to anything. Mm -hmm. And that bugged me enough for me to decide, okay, I'm just going to stick to one car project. And so the same 1971 Datsun 510 that I had at that time is the same one that I have now that I keep wrenching on just for fun. So I've stuck to it. You have kept the same car, but you do change projects. For instance, you mean non-car projects, or right. oh, okay, that, okay, like, yeah, other over, projects, right? So it's kind of like you can't work on it for too long because then this other thing is going on, and you pick up another like hobby. You don't, you don't see a hobby to the finish. There is no finish to most of my hobbies. They're art, mm. right? Like my three D printer is art. My, I my, my it would drive me nuts uh-huh. to not have finished one. Finished one what? Like your car's not finished. Well, it is my art. <laughs> I, it's like saying your I love kids you aren't very finished. Much, but I'm not done working on them. I haven't that, stopped working on them. Right. That well, that that's what I'm saying. It's the same thing. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying my car is my kid. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> hmm. Sometimes I wonder. It's the only thing that we uh, needed a, a giant storage unit for, because <laughs> we live on a boat. Hmm. All right. Well, we're not huge athletic working out people no and so we're actually trying to learn what we're supposed to do at the gym i mean to some degree we're, we're getting into a routine a little and bit and it feels like i'm trying I, I get there and i don't want to read too many things or look at too many things like i want to seem like i belong <laughs> like i'm not some crazy tourist. well yeah like, <laughs> gym tourist i mean <laughs> and i imagine that even if you join a new gym you know you've always been at a gym so you don't walk in super awkward. I feel like <laughs> we're like these awkward people because we've never done it. Do you think anyone's looking at you? I don't know. I just have these thoughts. Okay. So what is your routine? And then I'll, then I'll share mine. At the gym? Yeah. What, do you, what have you done? I mean, we've only gone three times. but Well, I know. And I figure I should try multiple things. But the first day we got there, I tried a stationary bike. And I'm like, I'm just going to do this every time until... I feel a little bit more comfortable, I guess, to branch out. Hmm. No? That's, that's your routine, huh? <laughs> that's most of it. I mean, I could have just bought a stationary bike and put it somewhere. Where? In the boathouse. It'd be cold, but... <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, for me, like, we don't... And this is at, just for people that are like that like to visualize things, I guess. When we go to the gym, we actually split up. This gym is big enough where there's, like four or five different yeah. completely he different goes workout to areas. One gym and leaves me with the three kids in the other gym. Like <laughs> Well the kids can go wherever they want, right? I suppose, but again, I feel like I don't know the right word to call us. I feel like newbies. We're gym newbies and so are our kids. Okay. Hayden's figured it out what to do though. She I mean she hits the yoga mats and she's got her app on her phone that, that kind of walks it through a routine. I think she picked that up from PE. And so they probably know more than I do in the end, I guess. Yeah. Right. Because of school and PE. Right. I don't know. So, because, okay. So, back in the day when I was a kid, you climbed a rope. And apparently now in PE, they have weight rooms and, and cycle classes like at the schools. Right. Well, they didn't have that when I was in school. They didn't have a weight room when you were at school? 
and they I mean they did. Well, I didn't use it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so our kids use these things already. So yeah, but you don't have the excuse you didn't have one when you were a kid. You only have the excuse okay. that you haven't learned yet. I didn't yet. use one. Never so. mind. <laughs> well, meanwhile, you go and you jump on the spin machine and you hang out for. Uh, do you do an hour on that? Mm-hmm. And then what do you do? Uh, some of the like I don't know what you call them. See, I don't, I don't know. The machines. Some of the like you know, bench pressing. i'm working on arms and butt (laughs) (laughs) and i don't even think i'm doing it right well (laughs) you are but okay in the end i feel like age is catching up to me and i just want to be stronger okay i'm afraid we've had quite a few i don't know not accidents this year you and me but enough that I figure we should be stronger. Uh, I sliced open my ankle in August. Was it because you weren't strong? No, I'm not saying that. I wouldn't have helped me. But what <laughs> what not I, at all. What, what are I, you talking about? What I'm saying is it's taking a long time to recover. And that makes me nervous as I get older that I recover slower. Mm, okay. And it's just when my ankle hurts... And I have the phantom pains that it's <laughs> cut open. Good. I think I'm not strong enough to mm. survive. Like, what if I need to have surgery? Then you go have surgery. I might not survive. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I need to be stronger. I see. Interesting. I've seen, like, 80-year-old ladies look stronger than me. And if I want to live to be 80, I mean, when we're working out, there are some older people at the gym, and they are doing more than me. Yeah, you'll get there. I know. But right. that's why we joined the gym. All right. I keep saying you need to research like what things to work on. Mm-hmm. But I think you're just going to keep jumping on your extra cycle. Listen, we all have the things that we do. I'm not going to tell you what to do. You don't tell me what to do. And we are happily married. When people look at us and they're like, what? You're happily married for how long? So my uh, my routine at the gym in a different, completely different gym area is, uh, and it kind of goes back to the whole me wanting to run a mile every time, is I actually start my routine running a mile every time so far. Three days. Every time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No. So since we're paying for a gym and I've got that hanging over my head that it's costing me money. So... (laughs) Back when I was in high school um, for PE, we always had to run a mile before we did anything else. And the the PE coach basically had it stuck in my head that before you do any sort of workout, before you you know push in on any of the machines, you get a mile ran. So I, I don't know if that's proper fitness. I have no idea, but it's in my head. So that's hmm. what I do. So I do that. I run on a treadmill, hit a mile. Um, listening to <laughs> listening to comedy podcasts. It's so weird. I'm sure everyone else is listening to like like high pounding hitting music. And, yep. <laughs> and I'm listening to to comedy podcasts. I know. I look over <laughs> at you and you're laughing, and I think nobody else in the gym is <laughs> laughing. So I can I can laugh while I'm running. There is a problem though when I'm trying to use the heavy machinery, and then I'm laughing because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shoot, I can't even push this thing anymore because I'm laughing so hard. I don't think anyone at the gym is listening to comedy podcasts. That's a first. Uh, it might be. It might be. But it's fun. I I think after the first day, I thought, man, this was really addicting. Like, I wanted to go the next day, but I think we had other things going on, so we waited a day. Um, but pretty quickly, uh, I think we've gotten used to it. Like, I mean, Morgan still hasn't gone enough yet to, to have that, but... Um, our kids are like, hey, can we go to the gym? Are we going, when are we going to the gym next? Uh, which I think is kind of cool. So I think we should also say another reason we talked about the gym is our weather. Well, yeah. I mean, that the weather is more of a factor for you than it is for me. Well, yeah. I'm not going to go out and work out or run in this pouring rain that we've had. I could so, run every single day, every day for a mile <laughs> in this weather. No, I can't. No, you can't. <laughs> so we do, I mean, if we're if you're listening and you think, well, why'd you go to the gym? You could just go outside. In California, we did. And we went outside a lot. 
And I'm sure that there are people in Washington that go out in this rain every day and work out or run or walk. But again, we live on a boat bringing home wet stuff. And I do not find it enjoyable to run in the rain. Hmm. It's cold. It's rainy. And we didn't break the big record for rain, but I think they said there was rain like every day. The fifth highest, uh, fifth wettest January. Yeah. On and it rained every day. So I need the sun. This isn't helping that, I know. But I thought maybe endorphins <laughs> to take the place. Between that of, and bright lights in the gym. Right. Like I, I need sun. So I love Washington, but January and February have always been difficult months to get through. Yeah. We don't see the sun sometimes. <laughs> we did have kind of a really pretty break today. Yep. That's why I'm in a good mood. Oh, you're always in a good mood. Yes, but today especially. I think the kids even <laughs> noticed. So I decided, well, if it's going to be nice like this, uh, why don't we, just Kendra and I, hop on the dinghy and run it around uh, in the water here. And it was freezing cold. It was very, very cold, but it was pretty and sunny. Yeah. No, I just need this like sun, the warmth of the sun to hit my face. It's, I need to just like soak it in. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed it because I think we're supposed to have another whole week of rain. Yeah, I think tomorrow is maybe a little more sun, and then, yeah, the rain's coming back. But it's Washington. I expect the rain to come back. I know it's going to. Right. And so when the sun is shining, you go outside, soak in that sun. (laughs) (laughs) So before we close out this episode, do you want a funny story? I love funny stories. I know. And sometimes I think of some. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. <laughs> and we don't like pre-talk about this or whatever. So What's your story, Kendra? And I don't know what made me think of it, um, particularly tonight. But for some reason, while we were kind of going back and forth, when we take our little notes of what we're going to talk about, like what happened this week, for some reason, this popped into my head and I don't know why. So when my brother Caleb and I were younger, he's the brother right below me. So we're pretty close in age. So I'm the oldest of four. So the brother right below me. My parents, kind of skipping forward, they went on a trip to Arizona. It was when they were trying to decide if we would move from Montana to Arizona. So they left us with my grandparents. Okay. And in Montana, houses, most of them have a basement. And my grandma's basement was the best place to be because her floor's uh, had the radiant heat. Mm, okay. So the four of us just loved to sleep down there. And we'd sleep together, kind of bunk down in some sleeping bags, get all cozy. Well, <laughs> my grandma loved to record movies off of the TV. So mm, okay. she didn't have cable. So this is really funny. She didn't have cable. But she would get the TV guide and see what movies were playing <laughs> on cable. Right. Then she'd get a VHS. Uh-huh. Take it to a neighbor's and house. And take it to the neighbor's <laughs> house. These poor neighbors. I don't know what they were thinking when she came over because she would tell them, here's my VHS. This movie is going to be on, you know, at four o'clock. Please record it for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so my grandma had hundreds of VHS movies recorded off of TV. I don't know if she ever bought a movie. Hmm. But she had lots of recorded movies, which is also why as an adult, when I go back and watch a movie as I did as a kid, I'm like, holy smokes, this is kind of like like a raunchy movie or it cusses more than I remember. Right. But it's because I always got the TV version. Right, right. So we're staying with my grandma and grandpa and they're putting us to bed and Caleb and I were not tired. Kelsey and Cameron went to sleep and we decided to go through her movies and watch a movie like after they went to bed and stay up late and we were probably I was in like fifth or sixth grade fifth grade when we did this and so we watched a movie and we didn't tell anybody okay so my parents get home and Caleb started to do this thing and I was like oh my goodness stop doing this you're gonna give us away so every time he farted he would say put that in your book Oh no! And I remember my parents would look at him, and be like, "What? Where did that come from? Where'd you get that? That's weird." 
And he just, <laughs> so then it got funny. And when I realized that they didn't really catch on, I think both of us would do it or we would just do something random then at that point, And it just became like a, we'll put that in your book. <laughs> and mostly I remember him just farting. Like he'd fart and say, put that in your book. Mm-hmm. It's somehow I think we've eventually told my parents why we did that. And it's because of all the movies we picked from. I don't know why we pick it or why we watched the whole thing, but it was Dances with Wolves. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, we were like in fifth and third grade and we watched the whole thing and it's a long movie. It's a long, long movie. And kind of boring. <laughs> and the part that Caleb got out of the whole movie was that this guy is with Kevin Costner who barely talks the whole movie. And so this guy's annoyed and Kevin Costner is constantly writing notes in this book. And so one night the guy farts at him and says, put that in your book. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what made me think of that story, but I just thought it was funny. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. And on that, <laughs> it's so weird and random. <laughs> yeah, but that's why you like me. All I'm weird right. and random. Yeah, I suppose that's true. All right. I think that's all we've got for tonight. Um, by this time next week, we'll have had three more workout days, maybe four, uh, depending on if we go on Saturday. By this time next week, the play will be over. Morgan yeah. has three more, no, four more shows this week. Right. And by this time next week, I'll have a new tattoo. Oh, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm getting a tattoo this week. Well, I'm sure everyone will see that on Instagram Probably. and on Facebook. So, with that, I think we're good. I love you. I love you. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to our show. Uh, Make sure to stop by dropanchorpodcast.com to see what we're doing, both uh, in pictures and uh, on Facebook and on Twitter. We've got all the links there. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week.